so to the fellas, so I'm gonna have to word this a little different since y'all ain't married. What should y'all be looking for? What what are, what are y'all looking for? You know, mm -hmm. what do you think you need to have a successful marriage? Uh, I'm gonna go to the latest man first. Um, I was looking in the comments. I saw where one person said equally yoked, and I almost want to say I I feel you on that, but I think that's too cliche just because it's too broad, and enough people haven't done enough research, like Mario was saying, to see if you're even equally yoked. Have you have you asked that individual how they grew up? You know, was it a two parent home, or you know, just some of the things? Because a lot of people are built off of survivorship, and they don't have the the love that's needed for mm -hmm. a life to sustain. I'm I'm the biggest one when it comes to this. I always say this. I'm big on understanding. I, I think that I'm a pretty intelligent guy, but I don't know everything. So the way I feel about something, you may feel totally different. And I'm always open to that conversation. Doesn't mean that I'm trying to chip you which way, my way or another way. But I definitely want to see it the way that I see it so that you can understand me as a person first before we go forward with anything that we're going to do, whether it be friendship, whether it be relationship and ultimately marriage. So now... Um, for me, what I'm looking for is, uh, again, I got to lean on my brother, Kevin. Kevin said to me some of the most profound things. He said, when I picked my wife, I thought about how she thinks about me or how she treats me when she's upset with me. That's huge, especially in today's day and age where uh, relationships are a disposable thing, if I say that correctly. Um, we just had a conversation about Cardi and Offset and not to bring that up, but, you know, they, they flaunt their marriage back and forth. I don't want to play like that. If I get married, I'm married. If we have a problem, we're going to work it out. And I'm one of those individuals. Don't do the social media thing to me. We will never, ever get anywhere like that. Our, our marriage is not on the forefront like that. It's inside our home. So I'm going to need a person that's going to be able to do that and, and keep it with inside, even when everything is not on the up and up. On the outside, going to think it is until we get it fixed. And it's really none of that business any damn way, if you ask me. But those are some of the things that I'm looking for. A caring heart, an individual that's all about understanding, who not doesn't really care about who's right or who's wrong, but making sure that they understand the individual that they choose to stay with for the rest of their life. If not, what was the point of getting married? You could have kept dating. But that's just me. And that's my opinion. Um, What you think about it, too? Well, no, no, no. Before we go to that, I, want, I, I meant to ask y'all, do y'all want to get married? Um. If I could go on, I don't think there's a person on the planet Earth that wants to die alone. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I think everyone ultimately wants to get married, whether they say so or not. If they didn't, I don't think that they would be messing with the opposite sex. No, ho, ho, ho. I'm saying I think see, dying alone and being married, mm -hmm. things. I know a, a friend of mine, grandparents was together for 40 years and never married. So I want to know, do you want to get married? I'm, and I'm going to say yes. Ultimately, yes. Okay. So that we answer that question. Go ahead. Well, um, for me, it's, it's a complex question for me. Um, I haven't seen enough marriage. I, I don't have, I don't know enough research on marriage. And then the question saying, what are you looking for? What, like, what, what were you looking for and stuff like that? I personally don't want to know what I'm looking for. I want to experience what I'm looking for. Every situation I've ever been in that I personally invested time and, and a lot of energy and, 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 and or love or either one of wanted to be in a relationship, I never went into any situation wanting to be in a relationship. I went into a situation, met a person, and that whatever feeling that they gave me made me want to go further. So I think that I think when 
I believe just for me, when uh, when when you paint the picture already and you got it all sketched out and all you need is someone to come along and you know, you didn't pick out the colors and all you needed them to do is draw with in the lines. I don't think that's fair for them. I, what I want to do is meet somebody and say, I don't already know what I want. I just know that whatever you doing, that's what I want. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, I want to actually feel it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, I don't know. I know it's hard to explain to me and it's hard and it's hard for me to explain. And that's why I don't want to explain. I want to meet somebody and say, there's something about this woman that makes me want to take it to this whole another level. As far as we're talking about marriage, I don't know enough. I don't, you, shoot, I, don't, I only have a couple of favorite married people. Demario, you one of them. My uncle's one of them. Sure. Um, so I don't know a lot. I don't know a lot about marriage. I don't have a lot of conversations with married men. So I don't know how to even, you know, bottle or define marriage for myself. So to say that I just want to do it, no. I, what I want to do is find someone that makes me want to experience that with her. I want to find someone that makes me want to or give me some some kind of feeling inside of me because that's that's how I operate. I can only go off of things that move me, not off of things that I didn't planned out and all this other crap because that's not how life is for me. You know what I'm saying? I want to actually in my soul feel some, someone give me that type of impact that makes me want to move forward. So I don't know if that answers the question, but that's really how I feel. And when I I try to articulate that to potential uh, situations I've been in, it's, it's kind of hard to understand. But I can only tell you the truth that I want to fit it. You may have yours already set out. She got to make this. She got to look like that. She got to be this religion. And she, I don't want that. I want to say, I want to meet somebody and say, whatever it is you're doing, that's what I want to, that's, that's what I want to invest time in. That's what so I want to so do you, do you believe that you're gonna bring? I'm sorry. Do you believe that you're gonna bring a uh uh dynamic? A, a, yeah, to it. Like, so what if her? What if you meet somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And they make you fall in love, and they make you feel all of this. Yeah. But in their head, they have a marriage. They have a life already planned out. So well, you saying? Unfair. That's unfair. Right, but, but I'm saying. Right, but I'm hey, saying. That's what you in, want, in initial dating stage, you might not know that's already there because. They might not. They might have withheld that from you, but actually, y'all click, y'all, y'all do, y'all, y'all flow, everything go. But then yeah. when you get to a marriage, you wrapped up into her and into your emotion. But all the time, you might be knowing that she already has a plan and you fit her mode. So well, how I don't mean my, my question would be: mm -hmm. How do you combat go, walking into her mode until y'all creating your own mode? Well, me personally, I don't meet many women that just want to smash and run. You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't meet them. Most of the men, women that I meet are already thinking that way. It's me the one that has to, that has to have the convincing. And I don't, and I don't feel bad about that. So I normally meet women, you know, after a couple of dating, they, they, after a couple of months of dating, maybe, maybe even shorter, they already wants to start talking like that. And it, like in initial conversations are about, dating with a purpose or whatever. So I, that that part never never fears me. I don't ever have fears yes. for that. What I'm saying is when when you have if you if you want to want me to have those conversations with you, I'm fine with that and I I don't have no problem with that. But you're going to have to have these conversations with me. I'm going to have to tell you why I um why I may be uh reprehensive about certain things. I'm going to have to tell you why why my views on marriage in this type particular way. And we got to have honest conversation. And you got to give me the courtesy to be truthful truthful with you as you as I'm letting you be truthful with me. 
I'm not putting, I'm not taking nothing off the table, but at the same time, I, there's traumas and there's different episodes in my life that led me to feel certain ways. Right. If you're not willing to be therapeutic to me where I can tell you these things and you just shut it off because I'm not giving you air candy, then I don't, I don't want to be bothered in the first place. So, so, so we'll have to have a dialogue about it. So let me ask you, do you shy away from those questions then when they pop said, up? No, I never, I don't, I don't shy away from any questions. Okay, I, I, I okay. Feel like I've been in the game long enough there to articulate however I feel. And right. I have a take it or leave it attitude anyway. Makes sense. Okay, yeah, just wanted to know. I agree. I just want to know. I just want to see, because that was interesting what you said, and deep. I'm not a cut mm -hmm. uh, that you were saying that you, because I agree, and I felt like that feeling part until the point of, I kind of had a, a, like a lot of stuff changed in my um in my marriage, until the, I mean, when I got married, until the, the picture I had in my head, right? But mm -hmm. I was willing to change that and compromise because it was still for the greater good of us. And the us I like us becoming is what I would say is worth it to me. And but I think that compromise wasn't you forcing yourself. You was you seen you was already in the transition. And then you seen someone that added on to that transition and made it a smooth process. It wasn't like you was fighting your way into it. You know what I'm saying? You you right. as much as you was a player growing up, you was you know you was lover too. You know right. what I'm saying? You was equal. You was equally balanced in that. So right. it just took the right mixture of things and time and, and, and situations to come along. You know what I'm saying? I she, I remember times where we talked. We had conversations about getting married. It was like, no, nah, you know what I'm saying? But again, the, the right combinations of time and situations in life. You know, it changes it. And, and someone was there. I believe that someone was patient enough with you to see you through that. But that's how I look at it. Tudor, what you got? Um, I think the original question I had to shift it because you guys are single. Um, so Mario would be the only one that's going to answer the question how we originally had it. So asking myself that question that I asked you to, I would say I definitely want to get married. I definitely want to get married before the greatest show on earth got a fold of 10 up before, <laughs> before I can no longer serve the greatest corn dog on this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> uh, but I definitely want love. I, I think different from me, I have since high school been in long-term relationships, right? So five, five, nine, five, like that's my whole damn life. And uh, I think the biggest lesson I've learned is, I mean, when you fall in love with somebody, a lot of times on both sides, we got baggage, we got trauma, you know what I mean? That we carry and don't even know we carrying. So I want somebody that has definitely overcome their hurdles. So they understand love because love is, love is, you know, we throw that word around, but I want love. I don't want survival. Oftentimes you'll see somebody together and they move on so quick because they was there for the necessities. You know, I'm mm -hmm. in a relationship, but he's taking care of me. So she might not love him per se or vice versa, you know? So I want love, not survival. I want legacy. What I mean by legacy, you know, a lot of our grandparents and aunts, they were together a long time and a lot of lineage came from those mm -hmm. relationships. So I want a legacy. I want somebody that at the end, my our our seeds can say this is what my dad, this is what my grandma, that's what they put together. You know what I mean? Something that I came from, that kind of story. 
And um, I, I think I think I just want somebody that might have been a veteran that have been through some things because my problem is the zero to 60 people right now is the fourth quarter for a lot of single people. And when I meet people, the person, if, if there's one person, both of us dating, she might smash this dude who she has no expectations from, right? But she see me and want to take me on the long walk around the house because she see me as husband material. No, don't shortchange me. Um, <laughs> you know what? Is that, is that not a compliment, though? Is that, a, is that not a compliment that someone sees you that way? No, no, it's a, it's a backhanded compliment, Chris. Come on, man. yeah, okay. uh, uh. yeah. <laughs> I got to put the quarter in the the little much the, the, the ride that's faulty. No, man, let me ride the horse too. That's <laughs> where I'm at. I've been I've been married. Hey, you know what? Um, I want to get on something, my here. I've never been able to yeah. have a dating era. So I would love to get married now. I would love, but I wanted to date have that love affair because when you get in a relationship those are the times that you have to sometimes focus on when the times get hard those moments when y'all was on cloud nine and in love and all of that you need something that you can really grasp upon before you you know on those hard times yeah i think that okay good i was was gonna say i was just gonna hit on the little piece that eric has said um eric's one of our lost brothers too but uh, Eric said a real piece. He said a lot of people want the wedding and don't want the marriage. And we've had this conversation amongst ourselves where a lot of people are, uh, are you happy to be married or are you happily married? You feel me? Well, a lot of people are in it. Like you said, too, that survivorship. I'm married. Look at me, this, that, that, and the other. But then when they get down to the nitty gritty of what a marriage is, you know, them tough moments, they can't tough it out. And they're ready to pop the parachute and haul ass. And that I don't think any of us want. You feel me? So... That, got, that has to be something that comes to the forefront too. What are you marrying for, and and, and why do you want me at that point? Are you going to be able to even stand me? Because a lot of us are not. I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy dealing with us. It's not easy dealing with a lot of people. And that part—that's all a part of marriage. That's the part that I see. Exactly. And I because at the end of the day, man, look, I've been hanging and banging since I was sixteen years old. So I have not. There's a um. There's a put me on the field, of, huh? I've been on the fence. Put me on the field. Okay. Well, me, me personally, I had a well, I don't know. I, I had similar. I had a similar uh when I in my early beginnings, I went a, I went a, did a five year stretch, came up out of there, did my push ups, came out of there buff, did another five year stretch. And so, so I at, at that point in time, I was so bad in that last relationship that I said, you know what, I want to spend I said this facetiously, but it it actually happened. I wanted to spend double the time that that I was in that relationship single, and I was in that relationship five years, so I ended up being single for a decade, probably like it's like it's eleven now. So specific in your prayer, but again, but again, it's like I don't, I don't, I'm not an unhappy single person. I, I smile every day. I, I you know, I'm, I eat how, I eat what I want. Pause. Well, no pause. But um, you know, what I'm saying? I, I have a pretty good. I, I don't. I'm not unhappy. So what I want is I, what I want is to to meet somebody that makes me feel that same way. Like I enjoy. I get hyped for going out on this date. I get hyped for um spending this weekend because I'm. I get hyped for going on a new date. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I get hyped for me having a conversation with a woman. I like having those conversations, and I like women energy. If I want somebody that makes me feel like, no, I like 
this woman energy. I like this day. I'm I'm at work on Friday. I can't wait to get up over here telling telling everybody, man, I'm finna go do my thing. You know what I'm saying? I want the same energy. I don't I, I don't know why that you know hard to or much to ask for, but that's how I look at it. Yeah, well, thanks a lot for that one. I'm living through y'all. What? <laughs> Mario, Mario, bring us home because why? Listen, one of the biggest lessons, and I don't think this has an age limit. I was in relationships for the person, not myself. You know, you ever have somebody that they crazy about you in a relationship, but you really ain't in a relationship with them? Don't ever do that in life. Even though Don Bishop Juan says, get the person that's crazy about you. Right? That's what he said. But that's a catch to that. So, um, before I go to the Mario, say, here's a question. Say, here's a big question to ask. What's your fantasy versus your really? We'll come back to that. Mario. Reality? <laughs> Not your really? Okay. Well, listen, don't fall back to the screen. Okay, Doogie Hauser. No problem. It's just, you got four eyes, so I was thinking you got four eyes. <laughs> yeah. My big glasses you got, too. I know. He's a little, he's a little stylish, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm now sponsor, sponsoring people. I mean, people, you can sponsor me, wear your glasses and everything like that, you know. You spec king. Oh, boy. Mario. Uh, hey, say the question one more time so everybody can get back on track. <laughs> no, your question is different. You married. We put your gold jacket on. <laughs> so what should a man or woman look for when seeking a mate for a successful marriage? Well, I think that depends on what you really want. Yeah, you know, because we can sit here and we can be cliche and say, you should look for this, you should look for that, or you should look for this. But when it all boils down to it, you should make you should look for somebody that you never want to give up on. And try mm -hmm. and hopefully, if God bless you, you'll find somebody that never want to give up on you. I think Thanks. At the end of the day, if you if those two things coexist in the same two people who stand at the altar and say we're married, and I think y'all in for the long haul. Uh, a lot of time in my life, I kind of had a picture before I got married. I'm like, I want marriage because it seemed it sounded good, and it seemed good because I didn't come from a marriage. My mom and one married to my dad, but I seen other people from the outside looking at marriage like, dang, like I see my auntie and my uncle, and I seen them, I seen them rich, I seen them bad, I seen them. Um, uh, love, I seen them argue, but I seen them never give up on each other. And mm -hmm. then I looked at my mom and I was like, damn, it hurt me as a as a little boy. I felt like, damn, my uncles are amazing men and my mom don't got that. So mm -hmm. growing up, I was like, well, when I get older, I'm going to be somebody amazing man. So my mom can know that her purpose in life was that even though she might not have obtained it in life, that she raised a man who went out, found a woman and was an amazing man. And another woman in this world would never have to feel like my mom. So that's what I felt in my back of my head. And then I got older. And then I started saying, uh, it's a lot of women out here. It's a lot of beautiful women out here, all shapes and sizes. And I have to be one of those people like Chris Name that I like dating. I like women. I can find something beautiful in every woman I meet from my head to a toe. And I indulge in women. I like conversation. I like all the stuff that they say men don't do. I, that is me. But I also don't play and I don't lie and I don't do that, a lot of that other stuff because I feel like Chris entail, in, I don't have to because I do have a, a brain in my head to understand it's a lot of women. So then I understood that a lot of women like this. So I said, the man that a lot of women like, I could become that. So I got in the gym. I got smarter. I got about my finances. So I became the top of I feel a man that a lot of women want. 
So then I say, you know what that allows me to do? Pick the woman I want and get to a place in my life where I never have to settle. I don't need you for your money. I don't need you for your sex. I don't mm -hmm. need you for nothing. So the only reason I'm going to marry a woman, because I'm going to know in my heart, is going to be because I'm totally into you. And I feel like you fit my purpose in my life. And you somehow convince me that you will never give up on me. And now I know that you are willing to receive love. So now I can fulfill my dream. And now I can be the best man in the world to you because I know that you are going to try your best to be the best woman to me. And that don't entail always agreeing with me, always always being happy. Mm -hmm. But it just never, I just never want you to give up on me. And I feel like in life, if we kind of just find somebody in this so much world of finessing and turmoil and hate, if somebody would just never give up on you, then I believe that y'all can get through so much stuff because it's too easy to walk away now. And that's with anything. That's with business, friendships. And, and these people know that I preach this. If we have a quarrel amongst brothers, good friends are hard to find. We got to get to the bottom of this because those are relationships. I believe that you just didn't by chance bump into. God wanted y'all together. So, and that's what ties me into my purpose. And I didn't understand that when I first started looking for a wife. But as I began to say, you know what? I'm ready for a wife. And I began to re meet my wife. I think I experienced what Chris was saying. I just wanted to become one with her. Like the stuff that I used to thought was goofy, when I did it with her, it felt better. The stuff mm -hmm. that I thought was stupid, it, it, it felt better. The stuff that I used to love to do, I, I kind of didn't want to do it as much because I want it is I didn't want to do it. Not she was My choice, right. I didn't want to do it. And I and I think even on her end, she'll tell you right now, we had this conversation like, dang, it's kind of crazy because we like to do a lot of stuff now. But that's because I believe that we're equally yoked. I, we, I believe we became that because we actually was vulnerable and surrendered to each other and actually made a vow, not to anybody else, but to ourselves in front of God that we won't give up on each other. And I think if people go into marriage looking at that right there, then I believe that we'll have more successful marriages, not for the money, not for the clout, not for the fame, but for each other. I told y'all this. We flew all the way to St. Martin. Y'all going to leave this long. We flew all the way to St. Martin. And I appreciate it. Cause I know some people sacrificed and gave their last to be there. And they did. And I love y'all for that. But I told y'all, like, all y'all stayed in y'all room and never showed up to my wedding. And she was there. I was fulfilled. Because that's what I came for. I'm happy y'all came to enjoy it with me. But I came to start my next step in my life with her. Because that's where this whole union began with us. With the person who I know would never give up on me. So I think if you look for that, then you will get to a place of completeness, happiness. And I believe that feeling that Chris was talking about, that's why I wanted to understand what he was saying. Because what he's explaining, I feel daily. I just feel like I just want to be there. I feel like I just want to be with you. I feel like I don't want to do those things anymore. You don't have to check me on that because I'm a grown-ass man. You're not going to check me on it. So until I get to Place, I feel, Chris, until you get to a place where you feel like I wake up in the morning and I want to do this, even when I'm mad at you, then I believe that's when you get to a place of I want to be married to a man who was out here. That's what I got. Well, I'll tell you what. I want to go to a comment. Latanya Hughes in our comments from Black Ass Conversations, she made a comment that said, listen, date yourself and know what you like and expect so you can attract and vibe with that. Dr. Hughes, I'm going to tell you something. Date yourself means something different to a single man at times. <laughs> Wacky wins is a heck of a mm -hmm. win. <laughs> okay, on the series, though, I want to I say, because Hardy said something about 
you know, his focal point was seeing his mother unmarried, right? And that that was the driving motivation. Now, I'm going to be personal here and transparent because I've never said this publicly, but it was actually the opposite for me because I seen my mother married, but I seen my mother cheat. I witnessed it. I witnessed it myself, and it's never, it's, ne it's always been something that stuck in the back of my head. And so when I I think it always impaired sometimes that connection when it comes to women. It made it, it gives mm -hmm. me a fear of it because I I witnessed that and I never until like I, honestly to this day and you guys been knowing me for years I never even said that and and you know my mom was passed now so it's it's, it's a little different but that always stuck with me so it makes it hard for me to 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 honestly to to trust it makes me it makes it hard for me to emotionally connect because I don't find I don't find women that I truly admire I don't have women that I love but that emotional connection has always came hard for me because I've 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 all, I always look at them like hmm I, I see too, I've seen when it's coming. too much I've seen I've seen the 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 dark side of women I've seen the deception sometimes and I'm not trying to bash this. women because that's not my thing but at the same time I've seen this no, yeah, I want to say something to Chris. I think a lot of good has came from this show. You know, when we first started the show, we were joking, and I had some arrogant moments where I was telling Chris and the cast, you know, I was like, hey, every relationship I was in, I left the person. You know what I mean? And then going through off-session therapy, I was like, you know, one of the people that I left, I left them because maybe it was trauma, but I left them because I left them when things got bad and I think it was going to go sour. I left them before they left me. So, and I don't know how to explain it if I explained that right. So, but just like Chris was vulnerable, you grow and evolve, but being able to recognize those things are the things that we have to analyze. We have to, you know, go through that process because I mean, I love the person, but things were just so out of whack that I couldn't even fix it till I was like, I'm out because eventually she's gonna leave me. So what's gonna hurt more? You mm -hmm. know, me leaving is her leaving. So sorry about that, Mario. No, I, I was gonna say that's a great thing because not as far as much as my mom, but I'm gonna say I, I had that uh, a trauma part of me that I always felt like this. When I, I grew up, I did I wasn't in a lot of relationships, but I was the number two a lot. So I seen women who was swearing to the public up and down that they was in love, mm -hmm. walking, holding hands. Um, talking about they was couples goals and calling me soon as he leave. So then I was like, I kind of believed y'all was couples goals. <laughs> Being real, it, it kind of traumatized me for a while. And I had to work through that because I felt like, damn, this man, I almost kind of, the one girl, I, almost, I stopped talking to her because I felt like, this man is doing everything he can for his family. He, I'm a knucklehead. I'm young, wild, don't have no purpose in my life. I bring no purpose to your life. You have two good kids by this man. This man, he wants to marry you. You keep saying no. This man kicking. You don't have, I'm like, God damn. So what, what can I do? If I get better in life, and this happened to me after I gave up all this, I, I, I worked, I did the work, I did this. So I used to be scared of that too. And then I had to understand that and I used to be like, yeah, because if a woman cheat on me, I'm gone. And then I got to a place of understanding that there's so much deeper than 
the the, the, the infidelity. Because right now, I, I, I can care less or worry about it. I'm not going to say care less. Oh, that's a bad choice of words. I care if my wife cheat. But that's the last word. Because I think that when you get to some point in your life, you get to a point of like, like I know that what I'm doing for us, like, you know what I'm saying? I talk, me and Chris talk about this a lot. Like, every day I try to be the best husband I can. Like, I've, I honestly believe all three of y'all are great men inside and out. And that's why every time a woman comes to me and say, I don't know no good men out here, it eats me up because I know a lot. I know a lot of men, but I know a lot of men that are great men that take a little bit of patience. They take a little bit of mercy. They take a little extra love. They take a little stuff that you're going to have to work for. Just like that hard job. Anybody can't get that job to pay a hundred some thousand dollars a year. It's not for everybody. But once you get it, it pays in, in, in full. And I think in Chris' uh, position right now, as he worked through that, and I can't wait to get to the day when I'm at all y'all wedding and I see y'all going and feeling the same thing I feel right now. Because it's going to be a joyous day. That's all I want. Hey, <laughs> let me ask this question, Mario. And I want Chris to chime in. Um, Amber says, I think the relationships we saw growing up is a huge part of our relationship now. So does that speak to the trauma? Is that is that what shapes our blueprint or is that what shapes our definition of, you know, so if, if love it does shape our definition of love and, 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 and et cetera. Dr. Hughes, you too. But what do y'all think about that comment? I, I think that's spot on. Like, like I said previously, what's driving home with my stepdaddy and catching my mom cheating in the house, that's a fact that affected me. <laughs> Your mom? When, when, yeah, that's what I just, that was the whole... Yeah, he definitely did it. That, 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 I but um, not only that, <laughs> not only that, Um, when we was at Kennedy, and we, we, we are in love with these girls. I mean, in love with them. But when, when that bell rings... They're jumping in that in that Chevy and driving off with guys that's older than us and we can't even compete with. And nobody you know talks about that. Those are our Kelly moments. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And, and things, oh my and God. A lot of those things affect a lot of those things affect us. Like 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 what Hardy say, man, I've been a number two, three at times. But at the same at the same time, like you see that a woman can sit there and will smile in this man's face. And and do all types of stuff behind his back. So when you see stuff like that, you're like, wait a minute, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't want nothing like that. I, how can I, how can I completely trust you? Because at the end of the day, I'm a father now. I'm a grown, I'm a grown ass man. I'm a father. I got to work. I got to run a business. I have to do a podcast. I can't let my daughter see me upset and in, in, in tears about a woman, about a female. I can't, I can't, I don't have, I can't. I'm her superhero. So what ha what happens if I'm sitting in the in the house soaking and, and down and depressed by the female? I, I still got to go to work tomorrow. I still got to run a business. I still got to come on here every Monday and deliver. I can't I can't risk being what messed you up behind a behind a female. I just I just can't do that. I, it's, it's too risky for me. So I need to find something that's low risk, high reward. That's how I look at that. Hey. So can I say this before, and you know, this is off topic, but every one of y'all got a story, right? Where you you guys, I'll say, I'll call it chosen. Y'all have dated girls 
whether you call him the backdoor daddy or you the side dude, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't side dudes. That's I don't like that term, but who have been in a relationship, like Mario said, in love. All of us have been in those situations, right? Right, right. And been the other dude, like you said. You know, I dated someone who had a guy that was phenomenal. He worked two jobs, bought a car. She lived the best life, and all she did was cheat on him. And I had to convict myself one day, like, I'm I'm part of the problem. You know what I mean? So, and that did shape my outlook on people. What means they used to always say, like, you know, it's gonna you can't be mad at the game. If it happened to me, I was always saying, my girl cheated, part of the game, you know. I've been on the other side of it. Chris, you say like but why, why, but why do you feel like you're the problem though? Any any situation in our life <clears throat> takes us to bump our head for us to learn. And that's in every other aspect in life. Why do you why do we feel like but see I don't think I don't think the problem, but I do understand that how could I require mercy, forgiveness, and grace if I'm not willing to give it? And I know that sounds cliche, but we human. So I can't expect for my wife. To be a robot and for me to ask for her for forgiveness it don't have to be i could be just a knucklehead and overspend or make a badass business decision to put us in the rut and i'm gonna need her forgiveness to walk through this with me and to help me dig us out this hole or god forbid but if i be uh uh cheat or do something stupid like that then i would want her to not just walk out the door and turn her back on me so even though i understand the hurt from it that's why i try my best to, to walk that that road I understand that we still human. And then I have mm-hmm. to weigh up, like you said, the cost of is it worth me losing all of this? Because as a human being, she honestly made a mistake. I'm not talking about an ongoing issue. I'm talking about like, you know what I'm saying? Mistake. Like, bro, that, that word grace, mercy, and forgiveness, I think in the human race right now, that's needed on every It's not it's not being exercised right now. And I don't think I think that's why we in so much debacle as a human race right now because I don't think that we use that because right now we expect people to be almost perfect and I ain't saying Chris expect this I'm just talking about in general that we expect people to be perfect once you say yes like your intent I know I intend to do a lot of stuff every day and half of the stuff I do but my intent was to do this I intended and I worked and I thought in my head I'm going to do this and I get out there and don't do that so if I fail myself daily I fail myself how could I think that somebody else won't fail me and put that kind of pressure on them? And I think when I started looking at life like that, like I'm not giving you no pass for cheating. I'm not saying there's not going to be repercussions from it, but I'm saying that if you do, I'm not shutting the door and walking away because love is forgiveness. Love is patient. Love is kind of like love is a whole bunch of other stuff except besides that feeling of enjoyment. And that's all but, I'm saying. But see, that's the thing. That's what, that's what, what I'm saying is this. I completely understand what you're saying on that one. Right. My whole thing is this. Long as you, when we was talking about cheating, when it was a conversations come up, when you, when we seen it on TV, when we seen right. it on shows, you, you were, you showed understanding then you showed mercy then. But then if you go ahead and do it, I'm, I'm more pissed off about the deception. I think that all the way around the board with men, men and women, it's the deception. Mm-hmm. A man, a man, when a man deceives a woman, uh, uh, as far as cheating, she's she's looking at it like you you can't even you're not even strong enough to step to, to stand up to me, to to tell me what's going on. So I'm automatically they look at you as a weaker man simply because you're not even you don't even have the nuts to tell her 
that that this is what's going on. This is how I feel, and this is what I did. Now you, you ducking and hiding after you get caught. You're lying. You're, you're compounding lies and stuff like that. I think that this deception of it, and the same thing with men. Like I said, if, if a woman is sitting there constantly berating, berating um cheaters, and then end up as a cheater, then I can't. I can't respect it. I can't right. forgive. And I, for that. I think it hurt more. I agree with you. You said that one time we was talking that uh it, it's kind of like it hurt more or it's kind of it, it, it throw you off more because you're right most women stand on the premises that they want to be monogamous mm -hmm. not like that's what they go into i want to be monogamous i only want you i only want to have sex with you and i would not tolerate cheating don't play with me that would be their stance most yeah. women not all women don't kill me not all but most mm -hmm. so when you go into a relationship knowing that's your bottom line that's one of your non-negotiables and then you do it, it's almost like, come on, man. Come on, man. That's the game I, don't what, I don't care what I did at that point. I honestly don't care what I did because right. you did, you said that you wasn't that. You right. And you said that you had it down. Like, you, you said, said you, that you, you got me. I'm telling you, I'm trying to work on being this guy. Yeah. you telling me this who you are. You got it. So when you fuck up and <laughs> don't go for me to be before me, I'm like, well, I'll be damned. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I ain't never wore a shirt of I'm super faithful. I'm gonna tell you that right. I'm, this is this is how I've been my whole life. This is what I've dealt with. This is what I've done. This is me. I'm right. not saying that this is what I'm gonna do with you, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I've always struggled with monogamy. So that like that's what goes back to what I'm saying in these early conversations. Right. Are these, is this gonna be a cancellation conversation, or are we right. gonna have a conversation? Are we gonna actually talk about it? Because a lot of times, I, what I've seen with 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 men and women is you we we go into a situation being open and honest, but she didn't tell you about them closets. I mean, them, them skeletons in that closet. And I think that's the and I think that's the double standard that don't get talked about. Not to cut you out, Chris. That a lot of times women go into situations knowing that they're not perfect, but then they require you to give up. They know, okay, to be with me, I know you've been out here rumbling in the streets. Let it go. Nah. How about this one? So yeah, but Chris, you're not ready to let it go. Mm -hmm. I was about to say, so the thing too, and what you're saying, Chris, when you get a woman and you're doing all those things, like you said, those are foreign things to us. Monogamy, we didn't understand nothing about it. that. Ain't nobody teach us crap about that. They said it, we weren't listening because all the people that we looked up to wasn't doing that. And we looked at them as successful, right? So yeah. we can agree on that. So I think for a lot of women, um, they put forth their, their demands, we're going to say, right? And they don't think that that man is struggling or working to get through. Hey, um, put, can you and put be able more? to do the things that she's expecting of them. They don't have that clause or they don't have that definition of be patient with that guy. He's trying or whatever the case may be. It's kind of, oh, he's not doing what I need of him. And, and that don't work. That's no good. Okay, this question. So if a woman says she struggles with monogamy from the start, does she still get a second chance? Me personally, no. I'm not giving you a second chance. Um, I believe that I believe that you have to you I, from all I've seen for the from the beginning is if we start I say like this, if we start off having those conversations, then we there's going to be a period before we even get into anything serious. 
because I you just told me that you struggled in this thing. I'm not saying as a person you you're some kind of bank robber or murderer or something like that. You just struggle with monogamy. So, so you saying so you saying you're not gonna require for her to attempt to promise you something that she's struggling with outward. That was just yeah. saying. Okay. And, I, and and in return, I'm not gonna give you to be my rep. I'm not gonna give you something to be my representation. You're not gonna get. Me being a, being able to plaster, plaster me over all your social media networks and right. and, and represent me. No, we're gonna yes, have no, no. A we're gonna we're gonna have a we're gonna date. We're gonna actually date and see if monogamy is what it is for us. Because that doesn't make you a bad person. I, I, here's the thing: they make statues of men that was that wasn't monogamous, that was adulterous. I'm not gonna say names, but they make statues and give holidays for some men so it doesn't doesn't mean that you some kind of devil because you struggle with this this is a conversation that two grown-ass people should be able to have now we may not be need to go into this what this pseudo relationship what people call yeah. what people say but we may need to we, we may need to take our time and talk about this and, and actually go through this because at the end of the day i don't want you faithful because of your moral compass I want you faithful because I'm the only person that you want to sleep with, not simply because of what TD Jakes told you. So I, want, I want it because it's me. I got I got a question to ask on that for that too. Cause see, I think that right there, she <clears throat> kind of given the way that most men feel, and that's what you said from the beginning. A lot of men feel scared. Like if I answer this truthfully, will it not give me a true shot at her falling in love with me? And by her saying, "Well, will I get a true shot if I tell you that?" So I think women do that a lot. Women put their representative out there and push it forward, forward in your yeah. face. And they don't relieve or uh, reveal, that's the word, reveal that oh, I'm struggling with this, this, and this, and this. But they know this is the painted picture of the man I want. Hmm. So I know he normally likes this kind of woman. So this is what I'm going to represent. I don't bring my baggage to let you know. But if you tell me any inkling of a baggage you got and I don't like it, I shun you. If I come to you right now, a woman could be struggling with three things, and a man walk up and say, "Well, you know, I um I want to have sex." What? How dare you try? You do, now you the worst cast, throw the strong, lock the door, lock him up. But do you know you? It might not be sexual, but you're struggling with other stuff. You know he's not going to be too fond of. It, um, on the other hand, so I think that this happens on both sides. But I think that a man most times don't require you to lie to him to be in some form of relationship with him. Like Chris said, I believe if you say that, a man gonna just say, "Let's take it slow and see where this go." Not say, "Well, you got you got a problem being whole." Well, you better work on that because I want a relationship. I don't, exactly. I don't know if this proves a point. If this helps anybody, points. Before I got married, I was engaged to somebody else, right? Well, I was engaged before I got married, but well, I'm gonna say, "Whoa, listen, <laughs> yeah." <I'm laughs> but my point was. Now, I think it's all about when that honesty is presented because you put all your cards on the table, like y'all saying, we can find out how we're going to navigate. The person I was engaged to, the relationship was amazing. They just didn't like Florida, but they came, their comfort level, and they almost gave it like, hey, take it or leave it. This pool, I, you know, they shared in the story and experience they had, a sexual experience they had. Now, if I were to find that out into the relationship, I would be like, I, it would have subconsciously threw me out. You talking about a train? Oh, we initially had a conversation. What you say, Chris? You talking about a train? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, not one the train, but oh. it was more than one. But okay. Okay. Hey, when they were younger, they had it. 
Oh, I got to see. Is this something that you did before? Were you drunk? Or this something that time to time, you know that you're going to get more bang for your buck. So this something time to time, you like to go but, check out. But that's the so, thing. Like, but them the questions you got to have. I Let me know up front what's inside your engine. What Every now and then, you need to check out and go and get the, the Q dolls to do a stunt. You need to know those things. <laughs> but let me say, can I say one thing? Then I'm going to leave this alone. Kiana um, yeah. said one more thing. And she was saying that she don't believe most men are forgiven. Let me tell you something. This is real. And women might yeah. not want to believe this. Do you understand the average man that gets cheated on in a marriage don't leave the first time? That's, oh That's a lie. That's a lie. Most men do not leave. The average man that gets cheated on and everybody finds out. Oh, yeah. out. Is the one pride that is hurt. So most men, most men, wife could have cheated on them early in their relationship. They hurt. Cry together. He was mad at her, and they stayed there. It's the man that finds out. So a lot of women cheat on a lot. Of, I, I'm learning this now as I'm as I talk to more and more men who've been married about these. Like what? I never knew because a lot of women step out and cheat, but then you just never know because a man not going to a girl. Hey, Tootie, mm -mm. guess what my wife did? They not gonna do that because they probably gonna but, be involved. So a man gonna probably cry in solo or handle that in solo, and then. Try to see what he could do to fix his relationship. I, I'm noticing this a lot. A lot of men do not leave when they wife cheat on them. It's a lot of men leave when they wife cheat on them, and everybody yeah, knows. Find so understand so, that a lot yeah. of men are more merciful than they say or they claim to be in public. It's a lot of mm -hmm. merciful men out here who leading with pride. Go ahead. But that's the thing with that thought. If women actually feel that way, how can you honestly trust their their feelings? I mean their their actions and what they say. If they think that we are unmerciful, I agree. Do you I really agree. think that? They How do you want to deal with that individual? It's hard to yeah. think that they're going to tell you the truth. It's hard to think that anybody have your best interests in mind when they're telling you that you have to uh, financially pay for me, take care of me, do this for me. That to me, it, yeah. it doesn't say, "Well, damn, this person is for yeah. me." This sounds like you're for you because of the rhetoric that right. you say. Right. That's what you you require. You require all these things, and it makes me think that this is not about me. This is about your survival. This is right. about making sure mm. that your life is at a certain standard. This has nothing to do with I want to make. I see you, Chris, and I want to make. I want to take you to this level, because what we do is this. We simply say, okay, well, cool. I hear all you, all that you're saying. I hear it. Some of us lie and say, yeah, man, I mean, well, I want a relationship too. Some of us say. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll um take it slow, but the uh, the whole time we're sitting back examining and and watching to see if it, if it's all talk. Because we right. we've been in the game way too long that's to right. know if you you can't bullshit us. That's, that's not right. a that's not a lie. A woman having told that I haven't heard. Period. So it's you you can't you can run that shit and you can say all this good stuff in the beginning, put all put all that um lipstick on that pig. But I'm gonna see that pig and I can smell a hoe. Mm. What's your smell like? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet cinnamon. 